weeks go past, I kept bringing it back up because this is the type of bitch I am. I'm going to keep punching you in the rib <laughs> until you admit you're wrong. The Romance Diva. A titillating podcast. Welcome to the Romance Diva podcast. I'm Natasha Pendleton. And I'm Jason Doyle. Hey. How was your week? Yeah, I'm getting still used to the newborn baby in the house. So every two hours of crying is a little bit different, but I'm working through it. Well, it sounds exciting though, doesn't it? To have a new, (laughs) I mean, you get the babysit bell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got my tubes tied. I'm done having kids, so this gets my, I get my baby fix in. There you go. There you go. What else happened this week? What did happen this week? Obviously, we didn't do any bets, so I didn't lose any bets. We didn't week. do bets. No? Okay. I was just working my rear end off okay. all week, looking forward to getting to lighter topics. Oh, well, you always come like to come to see me to do lighter topics. You love my topics. Yes, <laughs> I do. I have to admit. So, what are we going to do this week? Um, today, we're talking about another submission that was uh, given to us about red flags. So it's going to kind of piggyback off of last week's topic, which was toxic relationships, toxic sex. So now we're going to talk about red flags and those, you know, why do we avoid them? Why do we even let it get to that point? Like, what is wrong with us? That's interesting. You know what else is interesting? What else is interesting? We have a sponsor for this we episode. Do. We want to give a big shout out to Cali Yield Dispensary. If you're in Oklahoma City and have your medical card, give them a visit at Southwest 89th and Penn. Tell them the Romance Diva sent you. And once again, a big thanks to our first podcast episode sponsor, Cali Yield Dispensary at Southwest 89th and Penn in Oklahoma City. All right. That's kind of cool. It is. It's awesome. It's the first one. I have like a sticker and everything. They're very cool. They're a very cool uh, dispensary. I'm not going to tell you what else I got. I got some other stuff. (laughs) Yes. That's that's behind the scenes. (laughs) That's behind the scenes. We've got some guests coming up. We do. We have some guests because, you know, I love people to sit on the couch with me and hash out these topics. You're great and all, but sometimes I like other people. Well. (laughs) So I'm cheating on you. I don't. It's not cheating if it's consensual, right? Okay, well, and you're in the room, too, so you get to watch. It's like voyeurism. Yeah, so I guess I'm your co-voyeur. Yes, you could be a co-voyeur today. There we go. Well, actually, you know, nobody really wants to hear what I have to say, but you've got to listen to this, folks. This is your warning, Mark. Beep, 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 beep. If you have a different sensibility than what we're about to discuss which is sex, and we talk about sex in a very frank nature on this program, make sure you have your earbuds in. But if you're of a different sensibility, go find you a cooking podcast or something like that. They're pretty safe over there, I think. Pretty much so. Yeah, yeah. We were very explicit. We're not for children. We want to make sure that this is adult content. Thank you very much. So there you go. At this point in time, it's all on you. Well, and if you need to reach me, I hope you guys know that. But you can reach me on Facebook as Natasha Hauser Pendleton. You can also reach me on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok um, as OKC's Romance Diva. As well as the website address of this podcast is theromancedivapodcast.simplecast.com. I got that one right this time. Look at you. (laughs) I'm going to turn you into a professional podcaster after all. You are. Oh, my gosh. And 
If you do need to email us, because you guys have been doing so great with that, email us for your questions or your topics, the Romance Diva Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, who are our guests? My guests. Okay, so these are my friends. Do y'all want to use your names? Y'all don't have to. But if oh, you do. I don't care. So I have Ebony and Amber in the house tonight. So last week, you know, we had the younger version of the crowd. So today we're going to have our seasoned women of the crowd. Mm, you know, seasoned. we had our 20 year olds last week. So now we're going to have some, oh, some wisdom. I guess I be seasoned. <laughs> seasoned, not seasoned. Not seasoned. Oh. Oh, you're not in your 20s. Where's Ebony? Well, I'll tell you this. I, I know I'm not on the market, but. I prefer older women. I married an older woman. I got a cougar at home. Mm -hmm. Okay, cougar. So. And he's got his great pants on today. It's sweats. (laughs) It is. This is one. It is still great sweatpants. (laughs) So, wait, wait. In in all fairness, first of all, we usually take this on a different day. Yes. Yeah, Sundays are usually my day of rest. And I didn't feel. And usually when you see me out and about, Natasha. Yes, you dressed up. I usually dress. khakis. So, this is really the first time you've seen me totally casual out. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, all right. He's casual. I'm casual. I'm casual. But he normally keeps it a little bit more professional. Yeah, but it is great. They are gray sweatpants. They are gray sweatpants. They are the lingerie of men. Yes. Yes. It's a very good item to have in the closet, men. Men, please. Is that a red flag? Oh, man. Where's the mouth? Are you trying to get me in trouble? Are you trying to get me in trouble? But it's such a good looking red flag. That's a good observation. Because sometimes they do be wearing them gray sweatpants knowing what they do. It's like Especially wearing them gray pants and smelling good. And smelling good. It's like, oh, you gonna do one double, and the two? Double. Really? Is right. that what we doing today? No. What's your problem? And where are you going? You're not going to Walmart so we're, like we're that. Going. Okay, because we, we all go. <laughs> Matter of fact, hold on. Let me even get a kid or two. We all go. We take an herb. Yeah, this is his family. <laughs> all of us together. But, <laughs> but so red flags. Why? What is the deal with them? So last week, like I said, we talked about toxic sex and we all know for the most part what toxic sex is. You know, it's that sex that you just really know you shouldn't be doing it. but It's just so damn good. You just can't stop. (laughs) But we see these red flags coming head on. I mean, they be hitting you in the face sometimes. So what is it? Like, why Why do we choose to overlook them? Hmm. I would have to say it's the comfortability. Like, you're comfortable in, with this person. Like, oh, this person, are, like, already, you know, how women, we don't want multiple yes mm-hmm. so when it's just that familiar person mm-hmm. like okay mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a deal I'm a deal with him because it's what I'm he's used comfortable to. it's what I'm you've grown accustomed to it grown accustomed to it mm-hmm. yeah and I think our generation is more conscious of body count than the newer girls because yes. back in the day 
Oh, our generation, we didn't, we didn't want to do this or that, that. And I had someone say we didn't want to give head and stuff like that because we felt like that was special. We saved it and we didn't want a big mm-hmm. list of people that Body we slept count. with. Right. So, that, yeah, yeah, the, we that did. That yellow sheet up, of paper that got. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, we did. I, that's, that's for real. We did mm-hmm. put up with it just mm-hmm. to avoid adding a name to the list. Right. Yeah. This. Mm-mm. So I can deal with, I can deal with knowing that he has somebody else, or knowing he's a good liar. Just, just for that, Ooh. you know. Like, and see, that was that's what I'm actually coming out of. But I dealt with someone off and on for after I got divorced. I dealt with someone off and on for several years mm-hmm. and the toxic part of us got to be because our both of us on actually in that part both of our emotions also started to become an issue so he he wasn't ready to settle down you know he was like you know he liked being able to date multiple women or see sleep with multiple women that was his thing and it wasn't like sleeping with 10 women but it was like you know a few Mm-hmm. And that was cool for him. And in the beginning, I was doing my thing. So I was like, all right, you know, we're here. But then when emotions started to take over, then it got more tricky because it was like, where the fuck, where, you, where the fuck you go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it was like, oh, so this ain't my week. This her week. Oh, is this what we're doing? Mm-hmm. And so then I noticed myself with the little jabs. Like now I'm going to start, now I'm going to start pushing buttons because mm-hmm. I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. And so those red flags that I already, I already knew what the game was. Right. Okay. And that's the problem. When you already know what the game was, if you chose to stay in the game, you can't throw it up in their face. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I choose to stay in the game. I knew you mm-hmm. was, you, I knew you weren't with me specifically only. Yeah, I knew you had other people like I had other people. But then when I decided that I was getting more closer to you and really starting to care about you, and you didn't reciprocate it at that level, then it was like, oh, well, what the fuck? So we, you know, now we have a problem. Mm -hmm. And then the relationship starts to get even more toxic because now either y'all are arguing about stuff all the time. Like we started arguing, you know, slamming doors, we getting upset, you know, we're having, you know, and so it became like, damn, but, I put myself in that situation because I That's chose. I, like, I chose would, to would be in it. Would you say that you were the red flagger thrower at that point? I would you, say once you got your feelings involved. Once I got my feelings involved, I mm-hmm. I was because he did he. He told me what the game was from jump. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's the thing is like, if you get told from jump street this, and Showing and that's where the problem part. also, that's a hard thing to balance too, is when that, that homie love a friend or situationship starts to become when you start to give those benefits that are more like husband benefits on a like we going on vacations, we're going on, you know, trips, we're doing things, you know, family field trips, you know, we go and taking the family out. That's a whole nother thing than a booty call. Like right. that's not something, you know, so then when feelings start to play into it, then it's, but at the end I couldn't be mad at him. Because it was like, you chose to stay. So then when it was like, wait a minute, this ain't working for me no more. 
we've been doing this for years. What happened? We, you knew the game when we started. Mm-hmm. I, I said I didn't want to be exclusive with, you know, we tried that yeah. and he couldn't handle that because his thing was if he, if he didn't feel validated enough, mm. he was picking up the phone. So he needed multiple people to feel he needed validated. To, he needed, he needed, he, he got he thrived better now he'll never probably admit to thriving better on validation but he thrived on validation like when we tried to be together if i was doing something and i didn't answer the phone or i didn't take that call it was like i really needed you at that point you weren't there however Mm -hmm. she was Mm -hmm. well Motherfucker, the reason why she was is because you called her <laughs> after I didn't answer. Right. <laughs> and she <Yeah>. answered. <laughs> yeah. I was I was doing something. I was busy. Mm-hmm. But so I, you know, we can be that red flag too. And we, we can, my dad always told me, you your own self's problem. I knew the game. I knew the problem. I chose, sex was great. Mm-hmm. The person was great. I fell in love with the person but also fell in love with the potential of the person. Right. Okay. And that's, that's yeah. a dangerous thing too. Cause I was falling in love with the potential of what could be. Right. And that's not where that person mm. was. And was that's at. a big, big complaint from men that we do that to them. Mm-hmm. We meet them how they are. Then we catch feelings cause all the oxytocin mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. going on. And the good dick. And then the we good want dick, the good dick. That's what she said. And yeah. it's on so many words. Uh, she used the better words <laughs> call it what it is mm-hmm. that dick was going right. <laughs> got me all twitter painted like in Bambi right. <laughs> messing up my emotions yeah oh, I don't know um, as far as red flags I, I kind of piggybacking on Ebony because it's to me was the comfortable thing that was mm-hmm. what was in my mind is the the comfortability because of the toxicity I grew up in. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with a dad that was a player and was controlling, was abusive. And I mean, my mama, she didn't move unless he said move. Mm -hmm. So when I met men similar to him, it was like, kind of like it's normal. Familiar. Mm -hmm. Right, familiar. I guess I'll I'll use familiar. Mm -hmm. It's more familiar. And, you know, you tie those things that are familiar to your, you know, with your parents, but you love your parents. So what's it called? Stockholm syndrome. You love Mm -hmm. your abuser. Yeah. So then that same familiar, because to me, now that I'm grown and been through 12 years of counseling, I know Mm -hmm. a man who cheats, a man who don't want to tell you the truth about things, a man that does this, that controls you, that won't let you. You know, I'm not saying I don't agree with women being naked outside in front of kids, but some men are very controlling to the point where they don't want to let you wear something that makes you even look Look, nice or wear makeup. That's all abuse. And there's financial abuse, so many different levels. And um, I think that back in the day when I used to ignore the red flags, it was because of that. It was the familiarity thinking Mm -hmm. it was normal. It was normal for a man to run you. And all that, which to me ties into these red pill dudes that think the woman just supposed to be at the house in the kitchen cooking. They make the money and can go have sex with all these hundreds of women. Right. But the woman's supposed to stay, stay home right there. and cater, keep the pussy tight for them mm-hmm. and they can go do what they want to do. So, I mean, it ties all into that for me, but I say the familiar 
familiar atmosphere and treatment that I received from my dad that I love so much because that's my dog. Right. And then finding that in men, it's like, this is normal. Mm-hmm. Until I found out it wasn't. It wasn't. So this is the grown side <laughs> from leaving the 20s to the 45 yes. that, nah, I ain't, I'm not playing none of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's a growth. You, you do have to grow. Mm-hmm. And some these toxic relationships will stunt your growth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, you will find, you know, if you're in one, you will I'm find yourself settling for things that you know you you normally wouldn't settle for. You you find yourself settling for stuff that you probably be in text messages with your girls talking about, oh, I'd never do that, and I would never stand for that, and I'd never stand for that. And you at the house settling. Mm-hmm. He call, you leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you he jump, you already there. <laughs> and you settle. And we you put yourself in these situations. And like my dad said, you're your own self's problem. I had to learn that I needed to love me more and not be so, sometimes you have to make people miss you. You have to be less available. You can't always be available for somebody because if you're only available for somebody after 10 o'clock, what priority are you to that person? Booty. Yes. (laughs) And that go back to what you said about that particular person though. He needed that from you. So you, you figured that out about him. And you changed it for you because you like reverse psychology, mm-hmm. him, you know, like, uh, yeah, that's it's so crazy how we're really it's parallel. We experience all the same things because that has got to be a red flag. Needing that validation, needing that attention mm-hmm. from from women. I think that's rapid amongst men who it can't is. be um, monogamous. They can't. I know a guy can't be won't be thinks it's natural and i and and that type and that person i feel he likes a lot of attention Mm -hmm. loves it and it's and and not all women but a lot of women will cater to that need that they have not really not really realizing that you just one piece of this puzzle you giving him 90 He's giving you 10. Mm. But the problem is he's giving you 10, her 10, her 10, her 10. He ain't giving. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) drop down and get your eagle on, girl. (laughs) And that's what's happening. But, Mm -hmm. and it's it's crazy now because like even sometimes I look back and I'm like, what was I thinking? You know, Mm. and, but I've talked to several guys, you know, in my 40s that, do not believe anywhere near monogamy. Like yeah. I've had, I've had, mm-hmm. you know, guys in their fifties tell me that they do not believe mm-hmm. and they're married. Like I've had friends that are married. They do not believe that God created them to be with one woman. With one woman. Mm. They said they go back to the old Testament. Day. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. So now we pick and choose. <laughs> but, uh, but here's the problem. In the Old Testament days, those guys used to pay for those extra. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, but these bitches is out here doing it for, for free. free. <laughs> We're broke niggas. Okay. Freebies. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I mean, at least, you know, you're going to reap And that's benefit. why they do it. Because <clears throat> bitches is letting them get away with it. And that's the thing. 
Mm-hmm. If you let you let him get away with it, he's going to do it mm-hmm. and he's going to keep doing it. It doesn't stop. The cycle continues because as long as he knows he can get, and let's not always say he, because there's some women that are oh, in yes. the same boat. Yes. I know some very toxic women yeah. that, you know, that's, that, that that's you their, can see the red flags in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, so it's not just guys. We just happen to be women sitting here. So it's easier to say the guy, cause it's mm-hmm. my personal experience. Right. But, so it is on both sides of that fence, but yeah, it's, it's just those red flags. They're, they're tricky. And sometimes you Mm -hmm. get, sometimes you just, you don't even want to see it because you feel like the potential of that person could be so much better. But that's the problem when you go for potential instead of what that person's trying to show you. And like they say, when someone shows you who they are, believe believe them. Mm -hmm. And you sitting here trying to, you know, people say, well, I can build a man. I can build a bear. I can build all of that. Well, no, because a man's only going to do what he's allowed to do. Yeah. And if he it's can't, his capacity. and if he mm-hmm. can't do it with you, he's going to find somebody else to do it with. Selfish people. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, toxic relationships, toxic sex, and so selfish. Just being <laughs> right. um, more aware and attentive. I experienced a red flag recently with a man that's 55, okay? Very stable, has worked for his city for a super long time, and would, you know, take me on dates, whatever, talk to me, call me every night, all that good stuff. But we had a, um, he called me, he contacted me one day asking if I want to go to the movie. Yes, I do. Okay, I'll take care of it. Da, da, da. Even sent me pictures of the seating. Is this seating okay? Yeah, sure. Because I don't, you know, I'm not real. You don't care where you sit. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's all good. So <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, okay, this is a Thursday. Then turns around. The next day is Friday. And he's like, oh, they don't have any more tickets. And, da, da, da. and I said, what do you mean they don't have any more tickets? I thought you bought them yesterday. And he was like, no, da, da, da. and I'm like, okay, well, you need to get him. Yeah. You know, now mind you, he said he was going to take care of it. And he's like, oh, blah, blah. So then we talked about that Saturday, he had to go, he, he was possibly doing a job and we probably wouldn't be able to go on a Saturday. So I said, okay, well, let's do a Sunday. Sunday, it's a day, period. He's like, okay, yeah. All right. So Saturday comes. Saturday comes and he contacts me and says, oh, I didn't have to go do that job. Do you want to go to the movie? I said, fool, there is not going to be no tickets on Saturday on the opening day for this movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a movie I wanted to see. Ooh, fucking stupid ass Wakanda shit. <laughs> I, I didn't like the first one. I don't want to see the second one. But I was just going to go because, you know, you got a date or whatever. So... This man gonna tell me, well, I didn't order the tickets, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and he said, can you get online and get the tickets for tomorrow? I said, hell no. I'm not getting online to get no tickets tomorrow. You said you was taking care of this. You've been contacting me for the last two days and never bought the tickets. No, I'm not doing it. So I'm gonna make this story short. 
because it's long because I said some things to him. But then <laughs> weeks go past. I kept bringing it back up because it's the type of bitch I am. I'm going to keep punching you in the rib <laughs> <laughs> until you admit you're wrong. So yeah. I'm like, oh, da, 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 da. I'm saying certain things like he's like, oh, you want to. I'm like, mm, I don't know. You may not show up. You may not do this. You may not do that. So then it comes down to I went somewhere. He asked me to come see him when I had went somewhere with some friends. I go see him. I'm like, I really been out all day long in this and that. He's like, oh, I'll take you to get something to eat, blah, blah. So we do that. But then after all of that, this man, when I bring it up to him that he is not taking accountability mm -hmm. for the fact that he told me he was going to schedule, he was going to take care of everything for us to go to the movie he denies it this man is 55 years old denies that it was his fault because he basically said it wasn't my fault that we didn't go to the movie they were they didn't have any tickets left and I said it was your fault because you were supposed to buy them Thursday now this man never would admit to it or take accountability for that. There's a whole bunch of other stuff I said to him, but I can't even think of it because it was weeks ago. But I basically told him, I said, that's a terrible, terrible characteristic to have as a grown man is to not take accountability for something this small. Mm -hmm. I said, I can't trust you. What else are you going to not take accountability for? Ooh. But that's they, they don't take accountability because they haven't been made to. Right. Part. And that's what, listen, he's been at his job in the city as a, he's over people. Yes. He's, I think he's been there 20 years. And he said, no one's ever said that to me before. No one at my job has ever said that. I said, well, why would they? I said, you gotta, this is reality. Nobody that's under you and they know you've been working there for 20 years is going to come tell you the truth about yourself. Mm -hmm. I said, but I'm, I, you ain't shit to me. I'm going to tell right. you the truth. Right. But not, not that he not shit to you. He did it to you. Exactly. So, and so now he ain't shit to me. <laughs> you do right. me like that? You treat me like I ain't shit? You ain't shit to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Cece Peterson, keep on walking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And that was a big old red flag. I don't talk to him no more. He be texting. I'm like, oh, I miss talking to you. That's good. Uh -huh. And I said, that's good. And this was the other night. That's good. You know, but I think I should just keep my distance. Mm -hmm. And you have to. Yeah, you have to for your mental that. state because mm -hmm. you can literally drive yourself crazy and it's not worth that mm -hmm. because here's the thing if you're not going to step up to be what I need you to be mm -hmm. then why am I focusing so heavy on this mm -hmm. why don't I go somewhere else where someone has been already waiting to be that person for me right mm -hmm. and it's not that I need him to do anything for me mm -hmm. but Step up and be a decent person because who doesn't... And girl argued me back and forth and argued me down about how it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How he didn't do... You he know... He wasn't in the wrong in that... Yeah. In that because yeah. because wow. someone that is... Someone that is wrong will always try and flip that script back on you mm -hmm. because they don't want to be the wrong mm -hmm. person. So they're going to keep flipping the script until it's yes, like... Yes, he did. He tried to flip it too because that one night that... I was out all day. We went to dinner. Mm -hmm. I was tired. I had been out drinking mimosas and shit all day with the girls. Right. And then he wanted me to come see him. And I'm like, I haven't ate all day. We eat and you still want me to go to Christmas lights. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. So we didn't go to the Christmas lights. You didn't even plan it and say, hey, we're going to go to Christmas lights this time. 
at this time. And, and mind you, he did plan for us to go to Christmas lights before that even happened and canceled at the last <laughs> minute. So when we didn't go, he brought that up. Just like you said, he tried to flip it and say, well, uh, you basically saying I was pointing the finger at him mm. and trying to blame me for missing the Christmas light. And I re-explained to him. I said, no, listen, when it come down to it, yeah. listen, a woman gonna remember <laughs> right. step by step how the <laughs> shit went down. What and, time um, it went down? Yeah. Time to come you said, you that, and I was tired and that's why we didn't go. I said, you, t- you sitting here, what's that word? Like, not sporadic. Because he tried to say he was spontaneous. I said, no, motherfucker, you last minute. Because that <laughs> was some last minute bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Trying to argue me. I'm talking about I'm the reason we didn't see them damn stupid ass Christmas Like, Boy, do I look like I'm 12 years old? <laughs> this sweet and all, but... <laughs> and it was cold outside, so... And, and, and that's... I think as women, we do stuff they want to do when we don't even want to do it. You know what I'm saying? So he should have been it. appreciative that I was willing to go do that stupid shit anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to. But you did. But you did end up not going because he flaked. Yes. The first the first time he said we're going to the lights, he canceled at the very last minute and, and had a stupid excuse mm-hmm. about I don't even want to say, but yeah, he it was a dumbass excuse. Mm-hmm. I think he just. But he got you out the clear, mm-hmm. you know, like you didn't want to go. So, mm-hmm. but it was still the principle. Yeah. Of the, mm-hmm. And would not take accountability for shit. I, I, I dug into him for weeks <laughs> and he would never say, even after we got to that point where he was saying, no one's ever said that to me and all that stuff. He still never apologized and said, yes, it is my fault. I'm sorry. But that's why he's 55, man, got a motherfucking wife. Mm-hmm. Okay? The Romance Diva is sharing her stories, but we want to hear about your fun, sexy stories and questions, too. Tell us your experiences with romance and sex, and we'll share with the Romance Diva podcast audience. Of course, we'll keep the names out of it to protect the guilty and innocent alike. You can find past episodes at the Romance Diva podcast.symbolcast.com. The Romance Diva can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music Podcasts. You can catch the Romance diva natasha pendleton on social media on facebook natasha hauser pendleton on instagram snapchat and tiktok okc's romance diva you can email us the romance diva podcast at gmail.com check out the romance divas event planning and custom design business at unforgettable events okc on facebook and instagram thanks for listening now back to more romance diva Age is nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, because I've seen, I've dealt with, we always said I wouldn't date a younger guy. I'm like, oh, I ain't dating nobody young. But I've dealt with younger men that were more on top of things. Yeah. I mean, when I say on top of things, plan dates. Mm-hmm. Had them, I mean, open the doors. I mean, like, I'm like, what? You mm-hmm. know, doing the things that I wanted. Exactly. From somebody else mm-hmm. that, uh, around your age, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that was, mm-hmm. and that I was, was like, the oh. problem is that he wanted, he was looking for a serious relationship, and wanted me to be serious with him, and that's why it was such a major problem. Oh, okay, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you trying to be in a serious relationship and you can't take accountability? You can't take accountability for your actions. You mm-hmm. sure can't be serious about anything mm-hmm. because I can't trust you. Yep. And if I can't trust you, then we have no seriousness. Mm-hmm. We have a problem. Mm-hmm. So 
in that, what would you tell, like, what would your advice be to someone that is trying to stay in a situation because they're overlooking those frags because of that familiarity? Cut the ass off. And this is just me. This is what I do. I poke a motherfucker, mm-hmm. try to get them to admit to their shit. And I have patience. I do. Because I feel like everybody's conditioned differently, raised differently. Raised differently. I'm trying to give you a chance. Mm-hmm. If you don't get, if you don't take that chance to make it right, I'm done. Because here's my done. thing. If you don't try and make things right, that was never your plan. Like, exactly. you don't want to make things right. You're looking for an easy way to do what you always want to do. Mm-hmm. So if if Natasha, if me, if I'm not going to let you do these things and oh girl is, yes. you going over there because mm-hmm. she lets you do what you want to do. You're She's, exactly right. Mm-hmm. It may not be what, and who am I to say what somebody needs, but if they don't hold you accountable, that's what you wanted. You don't want somebody to hold you to a standard. Mm-hmm. You yeah. like being able to be however you want to be willy-nilly free for all, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Yeah. So you let that person, you go be like, all right, well, you know, you always aggravate me. You always, here you go. It's a, you are, And so you'll literally, you know, push your ride or die away for the one who is there. Yeah. You know, but that go back to the comfortability. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're comfortable in their they don't want bullshit. Them. You know, like they just comfortable in their red flags. Like, oh, nobody Red called me. I don't need Hold on. I didn't even know I was like that. And yeah. then you called me out on it. So they like, I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not dealing with that. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm I'm going here, like mm-hmm. you said, to somebody else to yeah. so I can be this. Like, mm-hmm. cause that is unfamiliar for me. Me being me owning my my, my stuff. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's if they wanna live in that. They yeah. want to live in the in the redness. Yeah, and like, <laughs> people thrive in chaos. Right, right, right. And like you if said, they have no plan of changing, mm-hmm. and so that's where you know it's like that's why I have the patience to give the chance. Mm-hmm. First, I throw hints. <laughs> then I was straight up, and I'm so good at telling you exactly what the problem is, mm-hmm. and you still don't get it. <laughs> I feel like that. Oh. A- you stupid. <laughs> and I cannot be with no stupid motherfucker. You was really stupid. And like you said, I'm I gave here. you the playbook. Hey, hello. That's hello. what I was gonna say. Them 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 little mm-hmm. them little jabs is like yeah. the 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 um the yellow flags on the on the field. Dang. Flag on the flag. Okay, yes. <laughs> flag, flag, flag on the flag. Yes. Flag on the flag. Yeah. Exactly. And if you if you can't get it, you you messed up mm-hmm. right here. You did not do this this because, time. This and time. I'll take <laughs> this and time. I'll take it. I'll take that. So you should be able to take it, especially you grown men. But if a man tell me, "Hey, I don't really like this. Hey, this that that," if it's somebody that I love, like, want to fall in love with, I don't have a problem with changing Changes. myself. You'll change for what what you want to change. If you're into that person, you will change. If you are not going to make those changes, Mm -hmm. you don't, you're not into me. Mm -hmm. You just here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, if he tried to tell me to change my life, nigga, that ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't getting that. You just keep not going to happen. But But how you said about serious and is is hurtful to the other person. Mm -hmm. I'm even if I say, 
If I called, like, I had a friend and I used to call him dude and he hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated it. And I love saying dude. Like, mm-hmm. dude, please. You know? And it, I mean, something in him was triggered and then it tied to, it, it actually tied to some crap that he went through. Mm-hmm. And I did my best. I knew him for eight years, but I did my best and I finally stopped calling him that. I didn't really, you know. Because you, you had a respect for him in yeah. that, in that mm-hmm. manner. That was something that bothered him. Mm-hmm. And he told you about it. And it took you a minute because you was used to saying it, but you were trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If you're trying to fix it, you right. still may mess up. You still may, we're human. We still might have like, I got to practice. Yeah, I got to, you know, give me a minute, you know, mm-hmm. like, like mine, he, he didn't like to be called sir. Really? Yeah. Cause that was, that was something that really would trigger him from someone else. Yeah. So that was a thing. And sometimes, you know, the petty person in me when we was mad, <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, because <laughs> I, I, I did have a petty side, but, but, but because I loved him, I did try to rein that in because mm-hmm. I cared about him because for someone that I love and care about, I am going to try to make sure that that's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you talked about kind of like how you're raised and stuff, mm-hmm. see, my thing was my dad was, play a play all players i love my daddy daddy i love you but you was not a good man but um <laughs> but my daddy was you know he had five five different baby mamas five oh, different wow. babies none of none of his kids had the same mama okay. but so i saw women my mother included always catering to my mm. daddy my daddy you know my daddy never even moved out of his mama's house Mm-hmm. You know, my daddy's damn near 70. Oh, wow. But you know, he never moved. But he was never held accountable for his actions. Women would women would always cater to him. So, oh, yes. And I learned that at a young age mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, you know, I love him. So I'm doing this for him. But the problem was he ain't doing shit for y'all. Yeah. And when y'all leave. Uh, some other girls on her way over because I mean it was like a door I was like I can't minute, who is this mm-hmm. you know and and like I said I love my dad he was a horrible father mm-hmm. great grandpa he's he's he done got his act together you know he's fine he'll he used to always say my mama put a curse on him back in the day because <laughs> when my mama would get mad she was like I hope you don't ever get hot and so, <laughs> and oh, so sure. I was like well that curse didn't work because that joker got all kind of babies <laughs> I am not his last child he must reverse that <laughs> okay he was okay. like let me get some candles let me get some <laughs> let me let me take that off the lady. <laughs> but but I saw women catering to his every whim mm-hmm. and like literally I mean my stepmom in the end I literally looked at her one day and I love her to death but I was like why are you why are you bothered with him mm-hmm. because it was like what is he doing for you mm-hmm. I mean nothing and but I it, but I got to see women at a young age just fall for a man yeah. with nothing I told my dad I said you must got some good bitch. Or it could be the, um, you know, how back in the day, I, I would say um, everybody wants to have this title like you, you have to have a man. Mm. So oh. or or you have to be married yes. and then that whatever whatever um, John give you. 
is what you take yeah. because y'all you you want to be you want to establish you want to establish a relationship you want to keep this relationship so you stay in that you stay with it and you, you bring know? up a good point people are hung up on titles mm-hmm. i know yes. i was a, I, I know i was a title person in the beginning i wanted you know you want you that to be married it's like I'm, I'm gonna be married you know and that yeah. that didn't give me nothing but heartache and hell yeah. but in and a piece of paper and a divorce attorney and i think men know that and men so know yeah. mm-hmm. but men when they want to be a wife I feel like men want that too. Some men, some men want, do. Some men oh, yeah. want to be a husband. Like yeah. I, 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 this my the marriage I'm in now is my second marriage. Yeah. He, my first marriage, he had to, he had to be married. It mm. was like that he would he would try, and he was 11 years older than me, 11 years. Um, so it was like. I'm, he ready to settle down. Okay. Mm, Especially with that young thigh. Right. Right. So he, he was like, I, I have to, I have to, whatever she give me, and she give me red flags all day, you know? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm picking them up. I'm picking them up, putting them in my hat because I want he this religion, this marriage. Yeah. yeah. I, it was like a, a thing for him, like a, a the man or mm. something, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't I know. But, um, like looking looking back, it was it was like that for us, and I was yeah. like, I don't I don't want to. I, I mean, we're cool and all, but it was the fight oh. to the no end. Like, I'm not signing this paper. You misspelled this. You misspelled that. You like, just God. so he, he would he would just prolong the mar- the the divorce. Mm. I'm like, if you don't sign this, if you don't sign this paper, <laughs> let me go. Like, it's not that bad. Like, it's really. <laughs> have no no i don't want nothing i just just let me go like he was almost like losing his identity because i felt like that like i felt like it was it was um it was i don't know like him growing up him him growing up Mm -hmm. i I don't think he his his parents wasn't together so it was like I'm a I'm gonna do this I'm do because I have, I have I have if we mm. have children together I want to keep this thing I want to keep, keep the family the, unit keep the family together. unit together mm. yes and it was a struggle I'm like let me go like you I yeah. I have been I have been dogging you I have been mistreating oh, myself you was the big old red flag I was the red flag that's why I, I said I, had, I, I threw them all up. I threw them all out I put it all on the table what like was it? I'm Hansel not and I am they not, left all the good stuff out I'm not, not like, here you go that's why I said that the women too like yes are, are, man when when it's not when it's no longer good for us yeah. we 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 do do that. Yeah. Throw the, throw the okay. red flags, mistreat, do do whatever we can mm-hmm. to abort mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like the Titanic I been is showing, sinking. I have been showing you yeah. these things to get out, and and it, it was it was. I'm not lying to you. Like a, a lot of a lot of things was really disrespectful. I'm like. Oh. I'm like I'm I'm telling you this and you're not listening. You're not listening. Like let me just let me go. Like and and to this day it's mm-hmm. we we don't have a relationship because yeah. of I, I I don't know why, but I'm like we could we could co-parent. Mm-hmm. But it's just I just wanted to be free. You right. know, I wanted yeah. to be I, I mean cuz 
at the time I was 23 years old. You, your age. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And you I, I have not experienced things. Exactly. Like, I, I mean, I had children, um, my oldest son, young, then I had him nine years later, but I didn't get to experience things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm, I don't want, I, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know how to be a wife. Yeah. At that age, I didn't know. Was really trying to learn myself and be a mother, mother. at the same time. Yeah. Like so, that in itself was too much. I'm like, yeah. come on now. Like we we could we could be friends. We can do that. But us together, married, no. <laughs> yeah. And some, and and that's a growth moment when you realize that you are better apart mm-hmm. than together. Like me and my ex husband, we got married young. And we only got married because my mama said y'all she had to be. My mama said she ain't coming over to the house because we were living in the Dennis Inn. Mm-hmm. She's like, y'all living in the Dennis Inn. I'm not coming over. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I needed my mama to come over. The kids wanted to see her. Right. <laughs> so we were like, all right, wedding in an hour. We headed to the courthouse. We got married. Yeah. We didn't need to be married. We didn't even really want to be. We liked the idea of maybe being married one day, mm-hmm. but we got married and then it was instant he became instant father because i already had two kids and then we had another kid right you know after that so then it's like now he's a new father to his own child he has my two older kids and then you know we stayed married seven years longer than we needed to because we ended up having another kid Mm -hmm. and it wasn't because we were getting along it wasn't because things were just peachy keen i just happened to get pregnant again and you can't get divorced when you're pregnant in oklahoma <laughs> so oh, what? girl used yeah. to used to be yeah oh, that, okay. yeah that was the law back in uh way back yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> back in them early years but so we ended up staying married longer than necessary because mm-hmm. i was pregnant but love my children love you know the family we created great father he was not a great husband for me now now like me and him get along great he's remarried i love his wife she actually did an episode with me a couple episodes ago i call her my baby mama my kids adore her love her but she also has a different version of my ex-husband the man that i see with her i know i don't know who he is like i don't know that man I had the younger model who didn't have his shit together, just like I didn't have my shit together. Because we didn't know how to be wife or husband back then. Mm, you know, we yes. didn't know what we was doing, but mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to figure out how to pay bills, robbing Peter to pay Paul. We didn't like it. You know, why? What? You know, it was a lot of pressure being young and married and yeah. trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But when we decided to split apart, it got real bad and toxic when we were trying it. But then later on, Oh, now we we co-parent with the best of them. Now, like I, I we we are, we have a we have a relationship now that I can call him, he can call, she can call. We we can communicate. Mm-hmm. There's not a, no animosity towards each other. You know, we are cool now. But it took a, it took to get to that point, and to remove. You know, we had to let go of some toxic habits that we had because we had a lot of toxic habits because. I knew him for so long, so I knew what buttons to push when I was mad because my thing, when I'm mad, I do become toxic mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, you know what? I know exactly what pisses you off, so mm-hmm. I'm about to go on 10 in 5, 4, 3, 2, 
one. And mm-hmm. but that was that was toxic. It took me some therapy to learn how not to do that because <laughs> I was driving myself crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those red flags, if you don't really pay attention to them, they can be a burden. They can literally wear you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I was seeing. Because back when we got married, of course, there wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal because back then it was still like dial up. But social media is insane when it comes to relationships. Mm -hmm. It's a big problem because everybody wants to show off their status. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. now everybody has to, you have to see their proposal. You have to see, you know, and and I'm not downing people for, you know, that part of it, but Mm -hmm. everything is in your face. You Mm -hmm. can't do nothing without it being a moment for the whole world to see. Right. And I remember uh, there was like a post. I think I posted it on my Instagram one time, but it was like, and this is because, you know, I was in a situation shit, but it was like, I'm not going to post my bae because my bae might look like your bae and then we're going to have a problem. <laughs> but because that's, that's real life now is, you know, somebody can be telling you one thing and then when you leave, you know, in, in it's like a new stage play. In comes, uh, in my scene has ended. Here comes so-and-so because now it's her scene. (laughs) You know, so social media plays a big part of people. You know, people like to flex, you know, so they like to show, oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. This is, yeah, okay. Oh, so that's your man? Ooh, that's funny. Ooh. Mm. (laughs) uh, Because I swore last night he was here. So, you know, but. It might have took over. (laughs) I wonder if, if we can find that information, if it's taking over the place of money. Because most, you know, in the past, most marriages and relationships ended because of finances. Mm-hmm. I bet you now. Social media. Either social, social media number media. one or two. It has to be. Because they're coming along with the insecurity, too. Like, yeah. like with the with the men thinking that they have to be all for a woman, yeah. like, if if they see you too much not paying them any attention, mm-hmm. you know, like what is that in your phone? What you doing? What yeah. you mm-hmm. where, where you going? Right, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. We and just that, went grocery shopping. What do you mean you gotta go back to the mm-hmm. store? <laughs> right. We like, even put the groceries up that we got this morning. <laughs> I, I, believe, I believe that social media has a lot to do with that right now. It, I would say it mm-hmm. has to at least be because mm-hmm. you can't be in my DMs and posting your family Christmas pic. Yeah. Because I've gotten it's it that part always made me laugh when it would be like, because who I see this dude in a picture, and then I go look it up. I mean, like, let me look up your profile, and you sitting there with your wife at the movies, you sitting there cuddling, <laughs> and I'd be like, or you become mm-hmm. friends with someone, or you went to school with someone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they try to holler at you, and they pursue you, and you decline, and then. A week or two later, oh, I'm getting married. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Which that, I don't care because I declined you. But that's that's strange. Mm-hmm. Right. So you thought you was going to give me. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's trying yeah, to give you none. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you already had something. Probably, already, probably already had plans to marry the chick. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you thought you was going to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You thought. It just... You come on out and show that, which I love that. I love saying that. Because oh, I was right to decline right. your ass. Do you? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I dodged a bullet. Okay. Yeah. I dodged some red flags. Mm-hmm. Okay. Left all them red flags in the hat. Thank mm-hmm. you. Exactly. 
Those are yours. That's our problem. Thank you. We're moving right along. (laughs) What do you think are some more red flags when we're dating? Because me, you, uh, single. Gabby, you're married. Married. So Natasha and me, when you're dating, what's the the mother red flags you be saying? What I've probably seen a lot lately is just not even the willingness to get to know mm-hmm. you like yeah it's not even a date it's can we fuck yes it's like well you know what you could have just said that in the text message at this point <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know if that's all you wanted then i would have put you under booty call yeah and that's if i felt like it mm-hmm. you know if there was nothing else to do and there was no bell with batteries <laughs> so you know <laughs> because but you know some people are just it's like just be real with it you know if you if all you don't if all you are down the foot and that you don't even know that that's what i'm looking for now granted people on social media i have a different image on social media i sell sex toys i do romance and stuff so yes my image on social media does get very sexual now with the exception of blowjobs i do like to give those now i love me some blowjobs now that's another story (laughs) blowjobs a beautiful thing now yeah as a giver (laughs) but just because that is my person on social media I still want to get to know someone and to my goal is I do want to be in a relationship. I do want to be in a relationship. I don't want to share. I'm not a share. I'm a selfish bitch. (laughs) I am a selfish bitch. I don't like to share. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was married, my ex-husband, he wanted a threesome. Mm -hmm. That wasn't my thing. That wasn't where I was at because I was like, "Hmm, no, not. I don't think so. But that was something he wanted. Now, granted, he's in a great relationship now. If you guys go listen to episode four, my ex-husband and his wife are swingers. Uh-huh. So they 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 love it. Yeah. That wasn't for me. So I did I couldn't do it. Uh, but that's because I'm selfish. I'm a stubborn tourist. I, I need I need you. <laughs> I need your dick and only your dick yeah. <laughs> at this at this residence. <laughs> but and that was also my problem with you know, when my relationship went toxic mm-hmm. in my last one is because he was sharing and I wasn't, you know? So it was like, you got somebody mm-hmm. and I'm still allowing these red flags thinking maybe one day you're going to get it together and it's mm-hmm. going to be back to you and I, like it was before, mm-hmm. but you've done gotten back into that freedom life. And so it's like, all right, when you and I are on the outs, you over there, you know, here she is, you know. So it's like, all right, bet. Mm. <laughs> and so, you know, me. And then that was when my toxic level come out. Because when I'm mad, yeah. I'm throwing her name in every... Why you got to do this? Why this? You know? <laughs> so, yeah. and then, but all I'm doing is bringing myself down. My energy was going. Whew. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm 45. I don't look 45 and I'm damn sure not trying to look 45 anytime mm-hmm. soon. So what I'm not going to do is let somebody's son make me start looking out. Yes. So <laughs> yes. I got to, I, I had to grow up mm-hmm. and I had to, I had to work on some things in me yes. to be like, all right, bet you know what? Mm-hmm. I love you, but I'm not enough for mm-hmm. you. So in order for me not to be 
thinking that I'm not enough for somebody else because I am, Mm -hmm. I have to remove this. Mm -hmm. Because if not, you're going to have me second guessing myself and doubting my self-worth. And that's what I can't do. I done come too far to go back and I had too much therapy. (laughs) <laughs> okay, because therapy is a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I was like, let me get on y'all's couch and tell you about my day. <laughs> and I'm like, what is you writing on that paper? <laughs> you over there taking what some that notes. I know. All right, well, um, we are about at the end. So I really oh. want to thank y'all, Amber, <laughs> Ebony. I still yeah. got some more shit to say. Wait, but, that, that, no, right. but we do this every week, y'all. So we got plenty of topics we can crash. Uh, so we could talk about some other thing next week. But, um, and if you want to come and sit on the couch, just message me and let me know. We could talk about some things too. And I do want to give another special shout out to Cali Yield Dispensary, our sponsor for this episode. This is episode nine. Yeah. Okay. We almost had episode 10. 10 is a magic number Ooh. in podcasting. Oh, it is? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll take it. Because most podcasts don't make it past episode 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, we... We're going to be happy for next week, and then we'll be happy for number 11. So we're going to keep it moving. So, yeah. So thank you guys for coming. It's been great. Y'all be back because we got some more things to talk about. Yes. yes. More perspectives. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, and if you want to catch those past episodes, because we've talked about the Swinging for Pineapples episode. We had the crazy, chaotic, uh, toxic sex last week. Right, right. So you can do that at the romancedivapodcast.simplecast.com. And of course, if you want to talk to the Romance Diva herself, Natasha Pendleton. You can always message me on Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. You can follow me there. You can also email the podcast directly. That is the Romance Diva Podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on social media, um, on my Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Those are all OKC's Romance Diva. And as you guys know, I am an event planner. So if you guys do need any event planning or custom party favors, you can always hit up my business, which is Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram. And once again, I got another education. Did. Yeah. A little more lighthearted than last week, but still very real. Well, I, I'm telling you what, very real. Very real because, you know, those are the important things is make sure you take care of yourself. Yes. And that's what we're really we're hoping for is that have a good time, but take care of yourself. Yes, because you're important. It's all about you. <laughs>